You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast with Ines and Mel, and this is episode 42, the We Are Knitters in Zara collaboration, pass or fail? Hello, welcome back to another episode. We're glad you're here with us today. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, guys. Uh, juicy, juicy topic today. Mm-hmm. I'm quite excited to get into this one, actually. Yeah, everybody's talking about it and it's time that we share our thoughts as well. So, okay, before we begin, I just want to share some exciting news Last episode, we talked about how we had an, a newspaper interview and we said that we'd share with you guys how it went. And let me tell you, it went splendidly. Yes, yeah. It was, it was a morning paper. So it's this newspaper that... Owned, like there are two versions, one that comes out in the evening and one that comes out in the daytime. And this one that we were on appeared in the daytime so we had to wake up like super early to get one of the newspaper article yeah yeah. I mean earlier than we usually would but we had to do it anyway to get the paper and we were splashed across the front cover which was nerve-wracking yeah but also exciting at the same time uh, we were not the only person featured but the other brand they featured was an amigurumi brand yeah so they don't do anything other than amigurumi and we don't do anything amigurumi related. Related, yeah. yeah. So I think it, it was a good balance. Yeah. And they talked about the podcast a lot, which was pretty fascinating because I think that they were confused over why we chose to do a podcast. Because yeah. I think in their minds, they never connect crochet and podcast together. They don't think that something as visual and tactile as crochet could be translated into a podcast. Yeah, I think most people think about uh, crochet and probably crochet classes, crochet lessons. Oh, yeah, yeah or like crochet on YouTube, you know. So yeah. I think this really uh, intrigues them. So they talked a lot about it and how like the idea of a podcast, crochet podcast, would promote like a deeper thinking into your craft. Yeah. Which is perfect for this week's episode, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because it's all about discussion on uh, crochet-related topics, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's that, guys. Okay, so into this episode. We originally had a different episode planned, but over the past two days or over the past like a day and a, a half, days, yeah. we have been receiving a lot of small messages from you guys saying have you heard about this collaboration do you mind you know covering an episode about how you feel and we we have enough of those messages that we couldn't ignore it out of which was an 11 year old girl who texted and said i'm 11 years old and i've been you know following your podcast for a while could you share your opinion and i if i mean i have to say if you're 11 and you're listening to something like this i really hope that all 11-year-olds are, <laughs> are, as, like you, yeah. are as intellectual and c- good as you. So, they wanted to know what our thoughts were on the We Are Knitters and Zara collaboration. Yeah, You know, it's the way the, d- the divine universe works because a couple episodes ago, we had an episode titled The Truth About Machine Made Crochet. Yeah. And we discussed whether or not crochet could be machine made. And when you do see crochet stuff in big fast fashion stores like Ta-da, Zara, yeah, we you know we did talk a little bit about that. So to have something like this come out so soon after the episode, kind of felt like we can't not talk about it. We exactly, have to talk yeah. about it. So 
we we have we definitely have our thoughts. So let's just get into it. Get right into it, yeah. So let's maybe let's give you the premise. If you don't know what's going on, let, let's you know sort of frame the premise for you a little yeah. bit. Okay, so there is a brand out there called We Are Knitters. It's an Instagram-based brand. I I would say they're kind of like an Instagram popular influencer type page. Yeah, and they recently did a collaboration with Zara, and we all know who Zara is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they released two DIY crochet kits. One of which is a bucket hat, so it's like a crochet your own bucket hat kit, and the other is a crochet your own phone case kit. And the price of them is also quite ridiculous. Yeah. Each I think each kit is range ranges from about forty euros to about fifty pounds. Yeah, correct. So depending on where you are, it's either forty euros or fifty pounds. And if you translate that to where we are, that Singapore dollars, it could be you know if you're buying it from the UK website, you could be paying up to ninety Singapore dollars. Yeah. If you're buying from the like the European website, it's like sixty dollars because of tax and whatever. But the idea is that you could be paying up to ninety dollars for one crochet kit. Yeah, and this is just one. I I'm not even sure what they have in that kit. Maybe it's like magic yarn or something. But I know that Mel, you you have like yeah, looked to, into it. Yeah, I went to go and find out what is in this magical crochet. Okay, kit. so what could I possibly be paying ninety Singapore dollars in? Because this the price is not even. The, the main issue here. Yeah. So what's in the kit? Yeah. So depending on which kit you buy, you get about one to two balls of cotton yarn. There's one wooden five uh, mm crochet hook in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the darning needles, mm-hmm. uh, as well as a printed pattern. Um, they included their We Are Knitters labels and packaging in in the kit, but I don't really know what that is about. That's insane. That two balls of yarn, one crochet hook, and a couple of darning needles for fifty. Euros. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds really insane to me. So, and when I was looking into this, apparently people were also even more angry because Zara themselves was selling a crochet T-shirt, kind of like alongside this kit, and this crochet T-shirt was only like thirty pounds. Right. So it's kind of like, why are you selling a fully made crochet T-shirt for thirty pounds, but the unmade Kit. It's twice the it's price. It's twice yeah. the amount, and that's that's insane. Okay, so I know I'm talking a lot about all these other other things, but this is kind of why people are angry. But there's a lot more to it, which we will get into right now. Before we continue, I just want to apologize if you hear any weird sounds in the background. Our little dog Whiskey is just being extremely restless today. So yeah, we called his name and he just looked up. So he's just like walking up and down. So if you hear bells, if you hear like fluffy doggy sounds, yeah, if you background hear noises, yeah, like weird background noises, I'm very sorry. That's Whiskey. Okay, sorry. Now let's get back into it. First off, I want to say that I already am taking issue with the kind of kit they're selling. Okay, this is a brand called We, we Are knitters. knitters, putting out two crochet kits, and I mean that itself. If you can't see how problematic that is, let please allow me to get into it. Although I'm quite sure I'm not the only one who sees it, but I just really take issue with them. Being a knitting brand releasing crochet kits, and you know, and it's even worse because if you look at their Instagram like right now today, you will see that one of their latest posts is one of those memes that is uh, this this guy holding up a sign that says, "Please don't confuse knit and crochet; they're not the same thing," or whatever. Yeah. 
but they themselves are a brand called We Are Knitting, putting out crochet kits. And while there's nothing wrong with that, the reason I've never really looked into We Are Knitters is because of their name. You know, as a crochet person, when I stumbled across their page like years ago, just from their name alone, I'm assuming it's all about knitting and yeah. I didn't follow them. Yeah. And you know, it's just it's just the idea that as a crochet brand, you would never see, oh, Crooked Crochet is coming out with two knitting kits tomorrow. Yeah. There's just this disconnect, especially if the name of what you do is in the brand name. Exactly. You yeah. know, if you're just saying, oh, this is like a fiber art brand, fine, you could do you could, you could do both, yeah. Yeah, you could appeal to both. You know, and this is the reason it, it just pushes this misconception even further that crochet and knit is interchangeable. Yeah, I think that's the problem, yeah. Which is so frustrating because you know we spend episodes upon episodes like trying to clarify this misconception. Yeah. You know, we even had an episode about, you know, crochet versus knit, you know, which is better because they're not the same thing. Yeah, and the fact is that people do still get those things confused, right? Exactly. And if if they are saying that there are, you know, a knitting page dedicated to promoting the makers and creators in the knitting industry, it does not help when you mislabel their stuff or you put out products that confuse what it is even more because any random person is going to walk past, you know, see your brand name splashed yeah. all over the product, we are knitters, and see a crochet hook in it and go, oh, right, this is all it's just the same knit. Thing, yeah. And if, you want, if you're talking about spreading awareness you're really not helping We Are Knitters. You know, you're not helping at all. Yeah, and I think from their website, there's nothing really on there that helps to differentiate or explain the difference between the, the both between craft. Yeah, between yeah. the two. And I, I also want to say, when Mel and I were looking at their website, there is this portion, this banner on their website that says, uh, like what, something is better. Like knitters have it better or yeah, something. something like that. And the background image are full of crochet hooks. There is not one knitting needle in sight. And Mel just looked at me and she gave me this weird face and you know, just the look on her face made me lean over and go, What is confusing you? And I saw it and I think my jaw dropped and we just yeah. sort of kept quiet for like yeah. a second or so. Yeah, and I felt like I had to ask just in case I'm not getting it right. Like, I had to ask, are these, these are crochet hooks, right? Yeah, and you know it, right? Yeah. You know it. But their website makes it such that you even question yourself. Yeah. You know, like, you know it here because you helped me pack our own, you know, starter kits yeah. with crochet hooks in it. And you yourself crochet and you yourself know a little bit of yeah. knit. And I see the word knit, knit, knit everywhere. And, but but yet then I'm seeing crochet hooks or crochet-related <laughs> like tools, right? So to me... I immediately take issue with this because mm. it's like, you know, can you help promote like proper information? Yeah. This is like misinformation, you know, like yeah. can you help promote proper information about what the craft is? Like you would do us makers a lot of like a big favour if you just label it properly. Yeah, exactly. And now that I've had time to look at their website and their Instagram page really in detail, mm -hmm. who are they actually? <laughs> we are knitters. They... They feel so shady, if I dare say. And let me tell you why. Their Instagram is nothing about them. There is no brand presence with them. You don't really know who's behind the brand mm -hmm. because all their photos are either memes or reposts of other makers and other creators and the things they, they've done, um, either using their kit or right. their, their yarn or, you know, or just knitting in general. Like, they're promoting sort of, like, the interests of the other makers and creators, but never really about themselves. And on their website, 
I mean, because we, we crochet and we knit ourselves, right? So when you look at their website, this is how it feels to me, okay? It feels like somebody behind the brand had money and just contacted a website designer and say, hey, I just need <laughs> a knitting website. I don't care what you do, just get me a knitting website yeah, that yeah. looks like somewhere that I can sell yarn. And then this designer just went online, went to stock images or Getty images, you know, got all the copyright free images they could find and plushed them all together <laughs> into one, what he thinks is a pretty looking website yeah. with no sense or regard of what is knit and what is crochet. crochet right. You know, just took all the fancy codes and just put them together. It doesn't feel like there is a brand like a person behind the brand. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. You know yeah. what I mean? So it kind of feels shady, you know, we talked about sense, yeah. We talked about being Harry Potter fans and you know one of the quotes in Harry Potter where I think Arthur Weasley says to Ginny, like never trust something if you don't know where the brain is. Mm. And so this kind of feels like it to me. It right. feels like a Slytherin is behind this <laughs> kind of, you know, like you you can't trust the brand because you don't know who the people are. Yeah. You yeah, know like right. for us you guys know that we are here, you know, you can send us a message, you can talk to us and yeah. you see, you know who we are. And it, this is kind of, kind of what goes on with all the other maker creators, you know who the person is making, right? Yeah, great. But We Are Knitters just, just doesn't feel that way. I don't know, it feels so shady. Yeah. So, I mean, who are they? And you know, I know I use the word Slytherins are behind it, but it, it doesn't even feel that way because I know that they're good Slytherins and they just, they're good people, right? It feels more like it's like an organization of like Death Eaters or something. <laughs> you know, it's just Yeah, that out, sounds more like it, They're right? just out to like kill my wallet or like just get get my money, you yeah. know? That's how kind of how it feels like it. I know you've done some research about who they are, right? Why don't you share with them and me too, okay. like who they are because I, I left that whole bit to you. So I actually have no clue. Okay, so from what I've gathered, they are a company that is based in Spain that designs and creates uh, knitting and crochet kits for all levels of fabric uh, enthusiasts. And apparently, mm -hmm. they are extremely active in the industry and engage with their you know online community with uh, active knitters and uh, crocheters and creators from all around the world. But you don't know who it is, right? It's just their Instagram. Exactly, and this is where your reposting from other creators like come in from I can see that they are putting or at least investing a lot of uh, their Time marketing and, and branding into just really um, um, finding these creators and asking them to promote their kids for them or right? to tell them like hey I'm gonna promote your stuff like can I have permission to share your post or yeah right but that's like such that's only one portion of what it takes to be a brand you know and if it's om it almost feels like it's just a facade exactly that, that is exactly what it feels like Okay, so that's just, you know, that's kind of just all we know and the conclusion is that we actually don't know very much about who they are, but that's not what we're here to discuss, right? Uh, let's take it back to this crochet kits that they're releasing. It's not really about the kit itself. I think it's more to do with the price of the kit and where they decided to put the kit yeah. at, you know, which is Zara. And Zara is basically the worst fast fashion place you can think of and you know like I don't know whether I mentioned this in the beginning but when I first heard about this We Are Knitters and Zara collaboration my first thought was hey, wait I'm confused what has Zara got to do with yeah. crochet or knit yeah. you know I can't even find a link because you would think that like a, a knitting kit or a crochet kit is something that you know it's like part of the whole slow fashion artisanal creation world yeah it is Yeah, and it's nothing to do I can't even imagine how Zara would 
would play a part in promoting their shit. So initially, I thought it was, you know, them, you know, maybe creating a pattern and having Zara recreate them mm-hmm. from a pattern that maybe an actual designer did. But then again, unless this designer is creating thousands of pieces and selling it at the appropriate price, price right? and not giving it to sweatshops to work, that that whole idea wouldn't work. It's, still, is, yeah. it's still wrong, you know? And, you know, on top of the price that you, you have to pay, like, this exorbitant amount that is clearly all profit, they're also putting it beside a fully made crochet <laughs> yeah. t-shirt that it's like selling for half the price. So it's it's like if it's not confusing to you, I don't know <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, exactly. You start to wonder what's the message or if there's a message or the purpose behind this collaboration, you know? So okay, so initially I tried to to be fair in my argument and say, okay, if I'm thinking on behalf of We Are Knitters, what possibly could I be thinking that is now being misconstrued? So initially, I thought that they are so firm in their belief of slow fashion that they thought that collaborating with a big brand that has got millions of followers in the mass market, I thought that maybe they could have rationalized it into thinking that this was the fastest way to put out the idea of you know the the value and sustainability of making your own clothes so yeah. i thought that they tried to collaborate with a brand that has a bigger reach or yada 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 whatever but then if you think about it it's like having an artisanal gourmet chef say i want to create a dish and mcdonald's can you put it on your menu for me yeah to reach the mass market <laughs> to reach the mass market use your cheap stuff and overprice my shit but don't worry as long as the idea of a gourmet meal is here you know mcdonald's promote me yeah (laughs) and i just can't find the link in this and i have to say after doing some of my research on my own and reading some of the comments uh, and discussions that were going on in some forums it seems like i'm not the only one who thinks that we are knitters kind of feels like the fast food version or the fast fashion version of the whole knitting and crochet world because they i think they are the ones who started the trend of really big jumbo single ply wool sweaters Mm -hmm. yep um kind of like roving yarn and so these huge jumbo yarn sweaters are quick to make you know they're fun to do you complete them in an hour you know and you wear it once or twice and they pill like crazy because they don't have that tensile strength Mm -hmm. And then you just throw it away in six months' time because it's just trendy in that moment. And that concept on its own is kind of like fast fashion. Right. I mean, not all handmade stuff is, you know, it exactly. means... Exactly. Not all handmade is equal, yeah, you know. Or it's slow fashion. Exactly. So it kind of feels like we are fat. We are fashion. <laughs> we are knitters. <laughs> you see, they've just got me so riled up. So we are knitters kind of feels like the fast fashion of it all. So mm-hmm. if you think along that lines, naturally... They want to collab with Zara and they even hashtag dream collab. Oh my. You know, I can't remember what it was. It was like dream team or dream collaboration or something along that lines that showed that this is what they really wanted. Yeah. To reach the mass market with the highest profits and the least labor. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, having said all this, I think it's even fun. It's even more hilarious because on their website, I think it says, or on the t-shirt they sell on their website, it says like, a few rows a day keeps fast fashion at bay. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) And it's just, I can't believe what I'm seeing, you know. And they even have this whole thing about we encourage everyone to think about what 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 was that quote? So the quote was uh, that we have to think about the labor costs and the production processes that we are supporting because by doing this we you know we can reduce pollution we uh, we can think about impact on the environment. 
Yeah, you know, so a lot of the comments I see is people saying that, oh, we are niches, do you read your own website? Like, exactly. do you even know what's on your website? And I think that's where the problem lies because they... Uh, or they seem to be advocating for you know sustainability saving the environment and um, not buying but making our own clothes and you know for us for you and me right Mm -hmm. in our brand sustainability is something we've talked about a lot and it's something that is really close to my heart like I like to make things with crochet that would replace um, a, a single-use plastic. Yeah, exactly. You know, like we have like bottle holders. So in Singapore, I don't know if it's anywhere else, but in Singapore for our market, when you go into like a food place and you buy a drink, they put it in like a single-use plastic holder. Yeah. And after you finish your drink, you throw the drink away together with that holder. Um, or you know, like the little cup, cup, uh, cozies or the paper cozies that come with your Starbucks mug we like to create a crochet alternative to that so that we reduce the use you know if I drink you know three Starbucks a week that's three of these paper cozies yeah, that that's they waste, could save right mm. and because sustainability is so important to us as a brand it really miffs me when I see another brand talking about this but really having no idea or clue how it works Almost like it's just trendy. It's just a trendy to thing use, to get behind. Yeah, yeah. You know how in all the, you know, saying no to plastic straws, save the turtles thing came about. Every freaking place was doing it. Yeah. But if they don't even think that, you know, if I combine all, if everyone in the world stopped using plastic straws, it wouldn't even impact what's really going on. Because yeah, it's the correct. microplastics, it's the, 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 the shipping industry. Yeah, it's, it's the, almost everything else but straws. Yeah, and straws doesn't even make a dent in that and not that it shouldn't matter it should still matter but the idea is spreading that awareness that plastics don't do any good you see I could go on forever because sustainability is so important to me and if you're talking about you know the idea of plastic straws we're not even gonna talk about how much more time and resource and material goes into making metal straws that they just make in bulk but nobody ever really buys exactly but, but yeah, that's a whole other issue that, okay, let's not talk about this. Let's let's jump back into it. So when I see a brand like that, it's just like, ugh, don't, don't make it worse for some of us who really talk about it. So anyway, back. As I was saying, it really is not the kit itself that's the issue. You know, everybody has some sort of kit on their own. Every maker has some sort of kit they want to promote. Yeah. But I think it's... It's just the lack of awareness of who their audience is. Or maybe they don't care, you know, maybe that's the point. Yeah. That they just want to get the most profit out of it. Yeah, to get it out there, right? Yeah, and, you know, let's let's talk about this, like, realistically. If somebody were to walk into Zara, this kit kind of feels very symbolic. Like, it, oh, it's just, we're just doing something. We're just trying to promote something that we think is a nice, trendy thing that you can do for yourself, you know? Here, have, have a crochet kit that it's all about you know, instant gratification and feeling like you've done all sorts of good work yeah, and, you for know, yourself, yeah. And it feels like this is something that you would buy on a whim to give it as like a Christmas gift or a birthday yeah, yeah, gift. Yeah, it does feel like that. And come on, if you, like, I hate it as a creator, if someone were to give me like a DIY, like... <laughs> watercolor kit or whatever you know like it really irks me because realistically one if people don't have time for it they're not going to do it Mm -hmm. and if you're going to mass market a bunch and put it in a place that it reaches millions of people and potentially a lot of people are going to buy this kit give it away and have it never used think about all the resources that you're wasting by doing this it's not targeted you know i'm just doing a bunch of things 
putting it out there and if you happen to buy you happen to buy and if, and if you don't then yeah just, and in yeah. in six months time when this trend or when Zara decides to change their the things they put in their store they're just gonna throw away all these things or discount it down and put it in bargain, bargain stores and it just feels so wasteful to me yeah and come on, Zara, really, Zara of all places. Zara is basically the antithesis of slow fashion. It's just, there is no link. It's not even in like a Michaels or like a craft store or anything, anything even remotely related, related yeah. to crochet or, ni- or, or knit, you see. I kind of want to say knitting kit because it's we are knitters, but it's a crochet it's kit. It's a crochet kit, yes. Oh my goodness. The message is just so confusing. And it seems like everything that they are doing is so profit-driven. That's yeah, all that's, they're thinking about. That's kind of how it feels like it. I, I don't even know what their message is because it's... There's no clear... They don't have a clear stand, you know? And you know the worst part is that it seems like they're not even responding to all the negative comments on yeah. their Instagram. Yeah. You know, no public statement, n- none of that. I was kind of reading the the comments under the post that they, you know, they posted about this collaboration. Okay. And someone said that this is not the first time they've had some sort of controversy or I don't know whether it's a controversy or it's not the first time they've received public criticism for their work and they just simply never ever reply. They just sweep it under the rug. They ignore they, them. Yeah. Yeah, they ignore the whole thing and Beyond that, they are only liking and replying to specific comments that say, well done, I see. congratulations, you know. Right, right. And they're all like a Spanish accounts or written in Spanish. Okay, yeah. Lots of people are support their, their local brand. No, a lot of people are speculating that this could be their own employees. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Or their own friends or whatever the okay, reason okay. is, you know, but... You know, it's like three positive comments in the sea of 3,000 negative and comments. And they choose to just ignore those comments. And they can sieve through them all and find the positive ones and reply and, and heart them back. And Oh my. It's just, it feels so, ugh. Can you like take accountability for the actions that you've done? Yeah, so to build on that, they're not ju- they don't just look like a shady business. They probably they are. They sound like a shady business now. <laughs> I mean, what the, the ethics are so questionable. I have thought about it. I've tried to think about this in a more constructive manner. And I think that the only way that these crochet kits would ever be sustainable or would ever fit the bill is if Zara themselves or these fast fashion brands themselves take all their scrap material, take all their wasted fabric that they don't use, buy it off the factories so the factories themselves Mm -hmm. don't have to deal with the waste, turn these cloths into strips, long yarn-like, like like t-shirt yarn strips, package them and sell them as like a byproduct of like a zero waste kind of thing. That makes sense, yeah. And charge it appropriately. I think the only way that Zara selling some sort of yarn kit or whatever, this is the only way that it could potentially work. If they wanted to bring in somebody else, somebody else's opinion and get involved Mm -hmm. the furthest they could take it (laughs) is have somebody come in and curate a kit yeah you know using Zara's own scrap yarn and you know like turning it into something that people can buy and sell it you know not 60 euros, well, 90 you dollars, know, not 90 Singapore, Singapore dollars, dollars yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, as a, as a business, we understand that it's important to have our message mm-hmm. and our actions match. 
Yeah, right? exactly. And it's obviously not matching at this point. And so there's all this confusion and all this um, um, yeah. around it, right? Like, there's just this disconnect. And I think one of the biggest things about fast fashion also is that they buy all these ready-made stuff from the factories and they only buy the products and they don't help the factories deal with the waste that comes with making these fabrics. Yeah. You know, they have tons and tons of pieces of fabric that they cut out a pattern and sew in. What happens to the waste? They don't do anything. And I think that Zara and fast fashion brands, and I'm not saying this is just Zara, this could be Forever 21 or H&M or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, these brands need to start working with the factories and buying the whole bulk of fabric and whatever they can get out of it, they get out of it. But they at least have to pay for the yardage that is considered wastage or necessary to create this, you know, maybe hmm. the linings or whatever. They need to take more responsibility and if you really want to streamline whatever your your waste and turn it and sort of help the craft community, this really is the only way to go. On a personal level, because really when we talk about big organisations, there really is very little we can do. You know, we can petition all we want, but they're all kind of owned by the same brand. You know, from LV to Zara, they're kind of owned by the same parent company. So there's nothing much that we can really do. So on a personal level, as makers, we can help and eliminate this problem by not being so cautious of other makers. When other makers do approach you and say, hey, do you want to collaborate? I know some people personally who get very standoffish about it. Right. You know, and very protective over their art form and protective over their craft. Like, you know, if you're a crochet brand, you cannot collaborate with me because then you steal my ideas and like we're all competitors. But it shouldn't be that way, you know. We shouldn't be competitors. We should work together Mm -hmm. and be collaborators, not competitors, you know. right. And I just think... If we are more open to collaborating with other artists, we allow other artists to use our platform and we can use their platform to sort of build. The only reason why I think YouTube is so successful the way it is is because there was a period of time where all YouTubers were kind of collaborating with each other and appearing in each other's videos. videos. Okay. You know, and that sort of promoted, you know, to write on your... Your viewers your and viewers. your followers, yeah. Yeah, and to kind of help each other up. And YouTube is so sustainable on its own. Yeah. You know, you you, you put anyone in the YouTube space and other makers will be there to support them. Hmm. I'm not saying there's no competition, but maybe can we please channel this competition in a healthy manner? Yeah. You know, so from our part, if we need to, you know, collaborate with hook makers mm-hmm. and yarn makers, pattern makers, we should all just collaborate. Yeah, you know? because the bigger picture or the bigger uh, message that we are trying to bring is to promote like like craft and handmade. And makers, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and to, if we yeah. can sort of start showing that unity from within our community alone, no one's going to dare come in. Like no Zara or H&M yes, is correct. going to come in and say, hey, give me your stuff. I'm going to put it at my shop. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Why, why I don't get it. We makers really need to band together and grow this community, you know. Together, that's yeah. the important point. I think, it, it, you know, it just really makes me really depressed when I see... Um, like the community not supporting each other and really the good thing to come out of it you know from this whole like disgusting ordeal that's happening right Uh now is that I am so warmed and so touched to see other big brands in the or not like bigger brands right bigger Mm -hmm. makers 
who are not afraid to sort of step up and comment and what say they, something about this yeah. yeah what they really think and I'm so glad that everyone is kind of on the same page yeah, yeah because I think this is really telling of the people who really stand by what they do and those who are just doing it for the value the face value of it and don't really have like a deeper appreciation or understanding like they're real makers yeah, you know yeah and I like that so I really think that we should all you know just learn from this a collaboration can really make or break you and if this is an honest mistake on we are Nita's part then they need to own up to their shit yeah. and apologize yeah. you know pull out of this collaboration apologize and do better I don't think that in our world C stands for cancel like I don't think C is cancel C is just crochet you know <laughs> and C for craft but no yeah. C for cancel so yeah. I don't believe in cancel culture so if they just own up to it I think that we would be a little bit more forgiving yeah for sure Yeah. I think what's more egregious right now is that they're not saying anything and they clearly don't give a shit about it yeah I feel like some sort of explanation is needed right? yeah or you don't even have to explain maybe just an apology or just an acknowledgement that people are feeling this way about your yeah, brand yeah it just feels really like tone deaf about it and uh, I'm, I'm just glad that it's out and I'm glad that the community the community is sort of banding together and all share that same one voice yeah or, or you know in to this extent that something like this happens uh, you can also see that the, the bond between between these yeah. makers and the community you know I, I read see. I read a comment that was extremely funny I, I think I shared it with you it says this person said I'm I'm horrified at what you're doing we are knitters I don't agree with it I am just extra sad now that I can't unfollow you because I never even <laughs> followed you guys in the first place oh man <laughs> you know and I think that was hilarious yeah. but you know I glad- I would be so disappointed if I found other makers that I really look up to yeah. who agree with what they're doing I'm so glad nobody you know we're all yeah, kind of at least there's, there's nobody that we follow yeah yeah I'm glad that we're kind of all of the same voice but anyway I know this was a long if you've stuck with us so far into this episode thank you for still being here you know we really enjoy doing the podcast all the more because we're getting a, a really like really nice responses from you yeah, guys yeah. leave your comments um, I will put out an Instagram story uh, about this you know talking about what this episode is, is, li- about, yeah. is about and please feel free to leave me your comments I I like this kind of conversation with you guys I like to know what you you want to see and you know what kind of values in your crafting or in your art yeah. that you stand for so send me a message you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Crooked Crochet SG uh, or you can send us a WhatsApp if you have a voice if you wanna if you wanna put forward your voice message so that we can include it in the show I would love to have that if you have any quick questions you know just record a voice message put it up Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll see how we can incorporate them into our next quick questions episodes or you can email us at crookedcrochetsg at gmail.com and definitely follow us on Instagram because we are going to start doing Instagram lives Um, I've been recently you know Mel will be so proud of me but I recently looked at my studio um, and if you're following me on Instagram already you probably already saw this but I posted a story about how I really believe that my yarn addiction is getting out (laughs) of control so I have decided that I'm going to just you know do like a yacht sale like a mini Instagram Mm -hmm. live sale and sell off some of my yarn so that I can buy more yarn I was just about to say I'm so proud of you (laughs) by the way yeah you are you didn't hear that so 
I'm gonna do an Instagram live and even if you guys are not based in Singapore, you can still come by and, and talk to us and you know say hi and just join in the live and yeah. you know we I just really want a way to connect with you guys more instantly and not have it in recorded episodes. You know, although we're doing it, we're recording this on Sunday, releasing it on Sunday. It's still I still don't see your comments pop up in real time, yeah, not yeah. in the way that we get on Instagram. Instagram live and I mean. also we can respond to you directly right? yeah immediately and yeah. I think that's so fun so follow us on our Instagram for sure we're gonna post up uh, dates when we intend to do this and then just come and say hi otherwise to catch up on new episodes with us we are back every Sunday at 12 noon Singapore time that's Greenwich Mean Time yeah, uh, and where we will be discussing another uh, interesting crochet topic. We'll be talking about the topic we wanted to talk about in place of today, but this this episode was too urgent yeah. to push it back a week. So anyway, uh, I think we're done, right? Yes. And with that, we're out. I will see you next week. Have a great Sunday, guys. Enjoy your Sunday. Bye. Bye. Oh gosh, I'm so hungry.